am not a fan of scary movies, haunted houses, or ghost stories. My already active imagination does not benefit from me experiencing fear, and I'm generally pretty good at creating things to be anxious about. But are fear and anxiety the same thing? What's your experience with fear? What's your experience with anxiety? Are fear and anxiety positive? Welcome to Limitless Thoughts, a podcast from Limitless Life Counseling where we explore questions, thoughts, ideas, and emotions. If you've missed our other episodes, you can check them out wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I would love you to become a follower and share this podcast with others. Another way you can help us provide educational podcasts is to become a patron. If this option speaks to your heart, you can find more information at patron.podbean.com backslash Limitless Life Counseling. This link is also available in our episode description. Together, we can bring more light to the world. Is there an animal, a bug, a reptile, a situation or experience that causes a fear response in you? Like maybe you view spiders as eight-legged freaks, or maybe you think the world could exist without snakes, or maybe you believe that airplanes should never have been invented, or presenting in front of people feels scarier than any Stephen King novel. I'm betting most of us have at least one fear. But those things you fear, do they also cause anxiety? Or is anxiety different than fear? Fear and anxiety are different. While our bodies may react in similar ways physiologically, think rapid heartbeat and breathing, sweating, racing thoughts, fear and anxiety focus on information and our experience differently. Let's explore the differences and then take some time to focus on positive coping skills for anxiety. Fear is defined as a reaction to a specific observable danger, like watching a snake slither across a hiking trail in front of you, or looking out the window of the plane to see the engine burst into flame while you sit on the tarmac. The positive is the plane was still grounded. Fear is an experience of reality. When we experience fear, the object or situation triggering our response is present. It's live action happening in our life. In contrast, anxiety is defined as unfocused, future-oriented fear. Unfocused means the object or situation triggering anxiety is not completely clear or you don't have all the details because it's not present, not happening in that very moment. Instead, what is happening in the moment are what-if thoughts or predictions for the future. Anxiety is not reality. Anxiety is anticipation of a possible future reality. Anxiety doesn't guarantee future events. Anxiety simply obsesses about possibilities. 
Let me pause for a moment. Because fear and anxiety are not all bad, they're not emotions to be avoided. Like most things in life, moderation and balance in fear and anxiety are healthy. For example, fear warns us of danger and helps us avoid or manage situations in which we might get hurt or even killed. We need to experience a moderate amount of fear in our life to survive. Similarly, a moderate amount of anxiety, I sometimes call it worry, can help us to formulate goals or problem-solving solutions for future events. Moderate levels of anxiety can encourage us to look ahead and anticipate possible choices in our life that better support our future. Let's go back to looking at the differences between fear and anxiety and see how fear is a present reality and anxiety distracts us from being present in life. Let me use an example based on a movie. Have you ever seen the movie Jurassic Park? The original movie, not the 40 sequels they've made after the first movie. The basic plot of this movie is humans visiting a park that has real live dinosaurs and the action-packed adventure to escape the dinosaurs. And yes, this movie fits my category for scary movies because giant human-eating lizards feels like something I should have a fear response to. In the movie, the characters watch these dinosaurs in their habitats from vehicles, much like a safari or Yellowstone Park tour. Now this is where I'm going to start creating my own example to illustrate the difference between fear and anxiety. And I'm going to take some creative liberties in my example, so bear with me. Let's imagine you and I were driving down the road when suddenly a grizzly bear leaps in front of our vehicle, causing us to screech to a stop in the middle of the road. And let's imagine the grizzly bear begins clawing at the windshield because he views you and I as a mid-afternoon snack. I don't know about you, but I think I would have an immediate fear response. A fear response because the object of my fear, the grizzly bear, is slinging disgusting drool across the window. Those razor-sharp teeth inches away from me are reality. In contrast, let's imagine a slightly different scenario. Imagine you and I are driving again. On either side of the road are cornfields. Suddenly you ask, what if a raptor or a T-Rex dinosaur suddenly jumps out of the cornfield? And let's imagine you ask that question repeatedly for the next 200 miles. I'd like to say I wouldn't look at you like you were crazy, but after 200 miles with no dinosaur appearing, I might start to wonder why you are so obsessed in your thoughts about dinosaurs. Not to mention wonder about how grounded you are in reality, because as far as I know, dinosaurs don't exist. Your obsessive thoughts about dinosaurs have caused you to lose sight of the present, to lose sight of reality, to not enjoy the road trip. At this point, you might be thinking, that was a great example, but dinosaurs 
are of course unrealistic. True. But have you ever experienced anxious thoughts that in the moment seem like reality, but after gaining some perspective, you realize how unrealistic the thoughts are? Anxiety can be like dinosaurs in a cornfield. We need perspective to check the reality of our anxious thoughts. Perspective. Perspective is one of the ways we can counter anxiety. But before we look at coping skills, take a moment and reflect on what categories of life cause you anxiety. Maybe you experience anxiety in areas like finances, living situations, relationships, career, health, children, family, or even mortality or death. These categories can cause us to think of many what-if questions. They are categories we can spend hours, days, months, years developing anxious thoughts about. So how do we cope or deal with anxiety? Let's go back to that word perspective. Because the best coping skills for anxiety are gaining perspective and pulling your thoughts back to the present. For example, let's say you were anxious about finances, anxious about whether your current job is going to pay all the bills. Rather than sleepless nights in bed night after night, maybe it would be helpful to sit down and actually write out how many bills you have and how much your paycheck is. Or maybe it would be helpful to talk through your financial situation with someone you trust or who you know will help you focus on the reality of the situation rather than the what ifs. Writing down your financial situation, talking it out with another person are forms of gaining perspective. Sometimes gaining perspective means reflecting on the emotions connected to your anxiety. Anxiety is a broad emotion. It can represent fear, anger, worry, sadness, excitement, nervousness, confusion, or any number of emotions. Maybe you were able to reflect on the fight you just had with your partner, and by reflecting, realize you were sad, and this sadness has triggered what-if thoughts about not being together. If you can identify other emotions, you can then identify ways to address these emotions instead of creating what-if scenarios, like having a conversation with your partner, or journaling, or maybe taking a hot bath because you know those things will not only help with the sadness, but might also help you gain perspective. Any activity, conversation with a support person, or reflective thought process can help us to gain perspective and in doing so, decrease anxiety so we can redirect our thoughts to the present. Here's a question to consider. Do you have to gain perspective first to be able to direct your focus to the present? The short answer is no. Sometimes we are so anxious that in trying to gain perspective, we just develop more what-if questions causing even more anxiety. If that's the situation, try being present first by exploring perspective. 
For example, use your five senses to describe your surroundings or focus on the conversation that's happening next to you or focus on the conversation you are a part of but which your anxious mind has caused you to drift from. Change your environment by going for a walk and focusing on your surroundings. Play with your dog, your cat, your hamster. Do a task that requires some brain power like knitting, puzzles, putting together that chair that only has a picture for directions. Are you sure they sent all the parts? Redirect your anxious thoughts until you feel like you can reflect on your anxiety and work on gaining perspective about the object or situation triggering your anxiety. While fear and anxiety are similar, anxiety is a rocking chair that gets you nowhere except to move your thoughts back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Make an intention today to start developing an awareness of your levels of anxiety and begin to practice coping skills of perspective and being present to decrease your anxiety so you can be more fully present in your life experiences and relationships. Because you never know when you might need to be fully present to see that dinosaur run out of a cornfield. Till next time, thanks for listening.